Welcome to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on all podcast providers, including iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And that's it, as far as I know. Well, I mean, no, you got all your like extra apps like Podcast Addict. We're there. Don't you worry. In fact, those apps go they go they feed right from my website, so you'll get those on those apps quicker than you get it on the iTunes. Lucky you. Lucky you babies. Man, it is the day after Christmas. It is December twenty sixth. And <laughs> let me tell you. It has been a long year, and I'm sure many of us are ready for this goddamn year to be over. And this is the last show of the Michael Debris Variety Hour before the end of the year. Let's all say what we liked about 2016. Nah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we have a great show for you guys lined up. Mm. Mm-hmm. We have rapper producer nate garrett on the show yo yo and a little later we're gonna have another guest named g rat <laughs> you know just g rat y'all know who that is you know who g rat is he's a good boy <laughs> he's a strong boy he's got a <laughs> he's got a lot of creativity and he's got a lot of attitude he's a dude with a tude yes nate garrett you are nate garrett i am him you are about five seven you're good. You're good. He eyeballed me when I came in. Yep. And you're, uh, you I got the pressure. Like, uh, very, very brown hair. Thank you. Yep. You, uh, you also have brownish, yeah, blondish. Brown, like dishwater blonde. Dishwater. That's blonde. what I've been told my entire life. That's a weird. But I got a dumb blonde beard, like blonde. It's like yeah. blonde. There's brown in it, but it's blonde. Well, mine on the right side grows further and thicker than the left side so i gotta kind of you gotta like, like trim one it. side yeah i got the coconut oil and i gotta Ooh. do like maneuvers and stuff. yeah i gotta make sure my face is all oiled up you know Ooh. And you got my, that yeah your skin is very glowing it's, thank you i actually showered before i came i had to be clean right? yeah oh i don't know about showering man it's yeah, i only showering it, for the birds what's crazy is it's gonna sound gross but i only get into the shower mm-hmm. once a week I do like sponge wow. baths. Yeah, I kind of wow. just, you know what I mean? Just save water. Good Our water point. bill over three months is less than 120 bucks. You Jeez. try to preserve, you know what yeah. I mean? So, I mean <laughs> Wait, so you just like, what do you mean sponge bath? You uh, like... Well, in the military, you kind of had to just improvise with what you had. Sometimes you had mm-hmm. to fill up the sink with some water, get a wash rag, get some soap, and kind of just clean your sensitive get areas. The, uh, get the essentials. Right. So, um, Is yeah, that where essential oils come from? You just like, it's like all the stuff from... The, uh, I think yeah, and they <laughs> the sip delicate it, parts, and then it just the oils come out. Yeah, <laughs> I put it in a bucket and sell it on like the, like put this in your diffuser. It smells like uh, just put it in there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it smells like a man's undercarriage. Just put it through your diffuser. That sounds great. I don't even know what's what's up with this essential oil trend. I don't know anything about it. I actually like it. Really? Yeah. Like what is? I honestly, my wife. It's like a humidifier. Oh, speaking of which, can I do the shout outs real quick? You can do every shout out. Shout out. Shout out. out. All right. So first, I got to give a shout out to my wife, mm-hmm. Danielle, mm. full-blood Italian from Brooklyn. Ooh. Is that her last name? Danielle, full-blood Italian from Brooklyn? It should be. It's a long name. Yeah. And then my daughter, Solwyn. She Aww. is two. She's going to be three June 1st. That's a first. beautiful name. Thank you. And then Celine. She's coming in April, like 11th or 12th. Aunt Celine. She's coming to visit in April. Aunt Celine. <laughs> yeah. Like, how did you get so big? <laughs> no, Celine is your daughter 
that's coming in shout, April. Yeah, shout out to uh, Miguel Rojo on Hip Street. I see you out there, man. He's uh, <laughs> he's actually a part of a little rap group I got going on. It's just I called, don't see him. It's called the Rap Circle. I know. Ooh. So it's just a couple people I know who love to rap. I throw my beats at them. We challenge each other. We rap. It's on Facebook Messenger. It's a little start, but we challenge each other. We go back and forth quite a bit. Nice. But I let a I let a long one go the other day, and I haven't heard a response. So just waiting. Um, Jordan actually. Jordan Jermaine. Yeah, Jordan Jay Jermaine, Jermaine. What up? Hey man, I'm still waiting on that verse. He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm sure come we on, all do. Come on, man. we can understand the context. So it was a beat on my page, and I offered to. Um, give a free beat package away mm -hmm. and he's the only one that responded said he spit to us so i told him i have a mixtape waiting or beat tape waiting for him and it's got about 16 17 beats that's on how there. you guys met or um no we met through the art institute when I was, oh right okay yeah when i was attending there so. jordan Jermaine's a good boy yeah he's uh he's got a lot of energy he's, he's about like five six he's got a lot of, <laughs> a lot of energy yeah he's uh nice. i've known him for a long time yeah and he's second guest on this show that's how you and i met through Jay Jermaine. It is. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Jordan. Uh, Patrick Mandeville, you big son of a bitch. Mm. Yama Music. Jesse, love you, man. <laughs> keep doing your thing. Leo Beverly, keep doing it with Blunt Force. I see you out there, bro. Keep going. Let's see. Oh, and also, I was at Westbourne Market earlier. I saw a reindeer. A real reindeer? Yeah. What? Yeah, just a out guy. Malonia? Just a random, yeah, off Middle Belt, a four or five mile. <laughs> yeah. And he's just standing there with a reindeer. The reindeer's like... What the fuck? <laughs> He's like, I am the only. He's like, man. I'm a reindeer, man. Like, what the fuck am I doing at Westbourne Market? In, 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 <laughs> in a suburb of Detroit, Michigan. And then I walk inside and I hear singing off in the distance. Right? I hear the singing. Mm -hmm. And they're Christmas carols, right? Your traditional Christmas carols, which are cool. Right. But... Yahoo Doris. Yeah, great. Um, <laughs> hey. And then. Uh, <laughs> what what Christmas so carols have snapping in it? <laughs> Yeah, Christmas time, Christmas time, Christmas time today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's a group of girls off on the side um, by the registers mm -hmm. singing, and it's uh, Clarenceville Choir, mm -hmm. right? So if you see them and you have a few bucks, give it to them. Uh -huh. I gave them three bucks. It's That's a very wholesome shout-out. It's all I can afford. Yeah. It's a wholesome shout-out. And I bet you skipped the avocados on your Westbourne Market trip that time because you gave it to the Clarenceville Choir. Mm-hmm. Avogadro. Avogadro. <laughs> I like avocados. They're, uh, they're good. They're expensive, but they are great on breakfast sandwiches. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. Amen to that, brother. So, Nate Garrett. Yo, yo. Let's talk a little bit about you. Let's talk a little bit about your music. Let's do it. Where'd you grow up? Uh, a couple places. Mm, a couple places. I grew All up. All at the same time or like one after the other? I actually am the Flash, so I can. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I can travel through time. Great. I'm that fast. Great I, time I management. I create a shadow of myself in wow. multiple, you know, years. You know, I, oh, that's like if I worlds. had any like super abilities or anything, my super ability would be to be able to like just create a like a version of myself that I can like send to work. Right. Or just like not even necessarily that. Like I'm not saying I don't enjoy doing work, but. Just something that, like, like, so I can just get more things done in a day. Sure. Not to do that. Everyone yeah. says flying and, and super good ability at dancing. No, that's not what I want my super ability to be. Super ability is create a second image of myself. So you could be like Mirror Man. Is that a thing? Yeah. Justice League Unlimited. Oh. I watch it with my daughter. She loves Batman. That's Superman, awesome. Superman, Wonder Woman, that's Hot awesome. Girl. Yeah, that's cool. Fuck those gender roles. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Get an ad lib to that. So I grew up with my head up my ass. 
Yeah, Excuse great. Uh, <laughs> Ann Arbor for about 11 years mm-hmm. uh, with my mom and stepdad. My parents split when I was really young, mm-hmm. really young. And then uh, moved to, had a nice house out there, a nice house doing like three acres of property. But that could be for another time. So then um, the stories out there were crazy. <laughs> And then we moved to an apartment in Westland, Wasteland, whatever you want to say. Westland, a.k.a. the most boring place in all of Michigan. Oh. No, no offense. <laughs> My oh. sister lived out in Westland for about a year, and every time I would go out there, it'd be, it's like, there's stuff, but it's like mm-hmm. nothing interesting for right. miles. Um, stayed out there, went to John Marshall Middle School for like three months and moved out to my dad's to Taylor Tucky. Ooh. Fucking Taylor Tucky. Down Shout out T-Town. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How did um, that, How did, what was living in Taylor like? For um, people who aren't from, for people who aren't from the Detroit area listening to the show, describe what Taylor is Taylor to Tuck- Detroit. Taylor Tucky? Yes. I don't even know if I could speak for the whole city of Taylor, um, but. The general perception of what people feel like Taylor is. <sighs> I don't think words can explain it. <laughs> it's just Taylor Tucky. Just Taylor, take what you will from that. Taylor Tucky's like hillbilly, right? A lot of mm-hmm. redneck type of uh, living out there, I guess you'd say. Yeah. As as everyone calls rednecks, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I didn't mind it, but I tell you, when I was going to high school there, the black community in the high school was very small. Oh, okay. Very small. And... I was raised in an all-white home, right? Mm-hmm. And my dad, I love him, but he wasn't the greatest person growing up. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and you'll hear about it in the in the rap later. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Right? Whoop, whoop. Sound the alarm. <laughs> love you, dad. But you knew this was coming. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, so, I mean, I didn't mind, but I just, I felt very disconnected because i didn't know mm-hmm. that was the worst part like i just wanted to be cool with everybody you know what i mean but yeah. i didn't know how and we played basketball i was actually really good um caused a lot of conflict on the court with both black people because I, I used to play real good and i didn't understand like there was just a lot of like uh unnecessary tension there mm-hmm. so i ended up getting into a fight with this big black guy in high school mm-hmm. um and I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't know what it's like to be black. So I, I can't say what it's like, you know what I mean? But right. this is just coming from my end. And this, he has been um, threatening this girl that I previously dated, but we were still friends. And she came up to me um, crying like, Hey, you know, blah, 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 blah happened. He was, you know, peeing on my front lawn. They Jeez. were threatening my mom and all this. Like, okay. So sure enough, he comes walking down the hallway I was like, what's your problem, man? I'm like, mm-hmm. just what, you know, just what's Why your problem? On people's but, but I'm property. sure it was like the high horse. I'm like, what's your problem, man? <laughs> what are you doing? I was like 135 pounds. <laughs> and um, he, oh, I didn't do nothing. Or no, right away. He's like, I'm going to get my boys. I was like, okay, do whatever you got to do. So my buddy, Joe Frazier, good. Oh, shout out, Joe and Bobby. <laughs> There's Love no you shout guys. out. Love you guys. And, um, he, you know, he just kind of just. Did a little reconnaissance of just watching him go around the corner. And we were in sociology class. And him and this big tall guy come in. And this tall guy, I forget his name, but he had these super, super thick glasses. Super thick, tall guy. He's probably like 6'6". Six, six, mm-hmm. Right? 
and they come in talking crap and the teacher mr merwin kicked them out and uh so we told him what was going on um and then but we had gym class with this guy too and he had always given like give me dirty looks just like eyeball me so i just we started calling him princess probably wasn't the smart, smartest thing but that was all <laughs> it was school. there was nothing nothing else there until this happened mm-hmm. and then um after that day <clears throat> i was going to french class the next morning and i saw him and automatically got re- you know when that tension's there and you just feel it in your heart's like something's happening yeah. something's gonna happen and this guy dude he was like six three yeah about very tall for high school he was he was just a big guy Right. And I was five. I don't think I reached five, seven until I was like 20. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I was like five, six, five, seven. Right. 125 pounds scrawny. Right. It was athletic, but I was scrawny, which he had mm-hmm. 175 pounds of me about. Right. Right. So. Um, God. So we were walking and we exchanged a few words. It happened so fast. Dude. He fucking drilled me. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. It hurts so bad. <laughs> Hit you in the head? Dude, yeah, he hit me right in the side of my left side of my head. He caught me with the right and just blah, I blacked out. I don't know for how long came to because it couldn't have been for too long because I came up and I just started swinging right, mm-hmm. hitting him just just fast punches and then smart on him, dude. He just took his body weight and threw it on top of me, oh, God. and I went straight into the ground. That's how I chipped my tooth. I've had it fixed. That. I've had it fixed twice. Oh yeah, I can't even tell. Oh, they shaved it. Right, because I tried to put the piece back on when I was in the military, but it just fell. Out. I took a bite of an apple and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> You're "Like great, thanks." So um, that happened. And How, I, what did you learn from that? Well, I wasn't done yet, so I was oh, underneath okay. <laughs> him, and I somehow scored my way out of it and just got on top and started hitting him, and he was just protecting myself. But a teacher came and stopped it because I was in the mode. Then it was like survive or die. To me, it felt that way because the way that he, you know, fell down on top of me, and after everything that had happened. So my body just like went into this weird mode and just started fucking hitting him, right? Mm-hmm. So the teacher came, stopped and told me to go to class, and we had to go down. That's to, it? Like they weren't like – No, because we had told them what was going on. So oh, okay. So to kind of cover our ass if something did happen. Oh, okay. So um, – which was really good because we went down to the principal's office and come to find out he was driving without a license. He got suspended <laughs> for like two weeks or something, but I didn't get anything. Dude, it might – so after that uh, – the black that was kind of like a, a a breakthrough with the black crowd in my high school with me. Oh, so it kind of just it was a way in, I guess. Really? Because it came to yeah. To me, it was it was like a rite of passage. Interesting. You know what I mean, so it was it was pretty cool actually. The the light that came from it it was really neat. Um, how do you why how do you why do you think that was? Dude, I, I don't know, but I could tell you if there was very few of me and there was a lot of people around all the time that just did horrible things to me. I don't know how I'd feel. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like coming from the, from a home that I was in, that was a terrible feeling most of my life. Right. Right. Um, raised in a very strict religious household, like strict, like church three, four times a week. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Right. Stepdad's cooking for the pastor, cooking him ribs. He won't even cook us ribs. He never cooked us ribs. It was always fucking Chow, beef chow mein, pizza, homemade pizza, macaroni and cheese, hot dogs. They used to give us powdered milk, uh, cornmeal. The cornmeal is like <laughs> the word it's like is a brick of green. corn. Yeah. 
and it was with powdered milk. Let's oh. <laughs> make it so much worse. But he was making over a grand a week truck driving. Anyway, um, so uh, how do you feel like that in, that environment like influenced your creativity? Um, I just learned that there was more out there that I didn't know mm-hmm. and I didn't understand. You needed to like, you needed to escape and feel it. Yeah, and um, then when the military, mm-hmm. I couldn't get along with white people. I had a very hard time. Really? Yeah, I did. Like through your entire life, or since like I you, think, I think my dad made me dislike white people for a long time, just of how he was. Mm-hmm. I'm serious, and I just love hanging out with black people in the military. Mm-hmm. Always had the best time. Always, always had the best time. White people are cool, man, but after a while, they get really corny. I'm serious. <laughs> it's nice to have you know. I don't mind talking to you. You know what I mean? But if after hanging out with someone for a long time, and it's like the same group of people, the same that, and there's no. Um, culture in it, it just gets right. boring. You know what I mean? Corn mealy. Right. Corn meal. So uh, how did you start getting involved in music? Production? I've always been always been involved in music. Let's get to it. Um, <laughs> my mom had piano lessons when she was growing up. So mm-hmm. I, thank, I thank you for that, Mom, even though we don't talk. I still love you. Um, she plays the piano by ear, and she, I mean, she had lessons, but she could hear a song and play through like once or twice and have it down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So she played the organ at church, the piano. She had a keyboard at home. Um, and everybody in my family was in band. Christy, the oldest. She's Christy, Phil, Jake, and myself, the, the Fab Four. Not the Fab Five. <laughs> and she played the clarinet. Philip played the French horn. <laughs> Jake, <laughs> Jake, <laughs> Jake was in percussion and I played the clarinet. Oh. I was pretty good at the clarinet. Nice. First, I've always wanted to learn the clarinet. I was first but... chair. Got bumped down one time because I messed up on a scale, but moved right back up. <laughs> so we played, um, and just music, the way that it's always moved me, has been awesome. I mean, that I think that's with anybody. Mm-hmm. But we're here to talk about me, right? So we can yeah. be selfish. Yeah, be selfish all day. All right. Um, all day. Never going home. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't never getting older. Shout out. <laughs> shout out to whoever sings that song. Shout out to the shout outs. Yeah. Ooh. Do you think uh, there's a band called the Shoutouts? Probably. I got to imagine. We'll find out. <laughs> Spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> so, uh, you 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 learn you were doing music oh, from a young age. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I had I've been writing for 17 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, writing writing lyrics or um, oh, excuse me, Mike. No problem. I'm like stand. Um <clears throat> Sorry, buddy. I know how it is. Um, I hit my microphone at least once a recording session. First, um, it was more of like uh, prayers, Bible verses, and then it mm-hmm. got into poetry. I loved writing. You ask any of like anyone that I, I dated in high school, I used to write. Dude, I'm talking like five, six page notes front and back. Poet, like a lot of poetry. Wow. Because it always moved me, and I was looking for love in a place that I didn't know to look. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I didn't feel really too much love growing up. Right. Right. So, uh, so I was very attached to the girls that I dated. Like, mm-hmm. crazy attached. Like, I shouldn't have been attached how much, you know. Like, with, just super clingy and yeah. dependent. Um, Just dependent on the affection. Yep. Because it felt so nice. So, um, with music, so it was a poetry, um, and then I 
was in in fucking Kuwait, dude, and I put my words to a beat. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Claremont Claremont or Claremont Lounge. Uh, I forget who the um, producer is, but it was like a real simple beat that I could just flow to and started doing it. But I used to do just turn the lights off, had a fucking... Because we have bunk beds, so I had a blanket over the side of my bed. The lights were off, mm-hmm. and I had no notepad. Yeah, turn the beat on on like the radio or like some speakers we had, mm-hmm. and then have the blanket down, and you know, and I would just have the light on in my bed, like a little flip-on light or something, or just read it, the flashlight, so none of my friends could see me. You right. know what I mean? <laughs> but then after a while, and were you just it, like reciting it in your head, or um, no, I was actually reading it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was pretty cool. And then like towards the end of the deployment, I was getting a little more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. This is new to me, but it was so much fun because I could put my words to music because it was a predominantly like just rock all the time, growing rock and country, Dixie Chicks, right, <laughs> right, uh, so white, you, white snake, all that. So I was just like, Man. so you were rapping before you started like producing music? Oh yeah, okay, oh yeah. So uh, oh yeah. So when did you you started going to Full Sail University or? Yeah, I actually or? stopped going. Oh okay, it's not working out right now. Not it's not no. for you. Fucking no, it's not working. So you, I'll be back for him though. <laughs> did you so you when did you start producing producing tracks like making beats and um my own raw first beat see I, got, I have a sample library so I don't actually have the drum machines and all that mm-hmm. but I do play the keys don't get me wrong <laughs> play a mean key well because some people are like well you know the samples they're not the same as which which you're right but they're legit samples and I can make music with them and make it make sense and there's a lot that goes on mm-hmm. so that shit is clean it takes a lot though takes a lot and sometimes i don't even like it after it's done like i put up a beat and those other songs that i put up the old ones mm-hmm. i took them down yep i don't like because there's a lot of negative energy there's a different type of energy coming from those songs i feel that and i just <laughs> was in a completely different spot and i had to i had to delete them because it was affecting me just those few hours you know or the 24 hours i had it up mm-hmm. i was listening to it i was like man this shit is nice and i was like it's taking me back to that that place that i don't want to go yeah <laughs> That's interesting about art, you know, just how it takes you, like when you make something mm-hmm. and then it takes you back to that time and it's just, I don't want to feel that anymore. <laughs> I don't want to feel, I don't want to be reminded like, of that. Right. Ugh. I don't even think I have the energy or the, the energy to do the type of song like that again. Whoops, I was way, way back. <laughs> You're good. Okay, so we're getting ready to do the first yeah, one? Yeah, let's do a first song here. This first song, <clears throat> tell us a little bit about it. It's called Ride. Uh, yeah, it's called Ride. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, it's not called Ride. That was just that was the other version I was doing. Oh, so what's this one called? This one Ride is... Two. Back in the, in the driver's seat. Ride to it. No, it's called Imminent Danger. Okay, Imminent Danger. Eminem's Danger. Eminem's Danger. <laughs> I'm peeing in my pants right now. <laughs> just kidding. It's an Eminem rhyme. All right, so here is Nate Garrett with <clears throat> the song Imminent Danger. going on everybody snake garrett on the mic yeah check it self-produced i did it by myself and i didn't need you uh. i still get nervous before i rap all the time all the time it's so good though ready Nathan, what's your motherfucking focus? Blow the lid off and hope this pays off one day. Until then, stay a slave to the game. 
always have been started off a has-been you wouldn't believe the hate i received my title is deceived my dad told me i was a mistake why did you and mom conceive that's fuck nothing new it's just me y'all been this way a long time talking shit about my rhymes well played sir i killed it and that right there made you unsure Actions impure Rapping with raggedy pants on in a stained shirt Still flowing my ass off The best in there Getting no credit Oh it got to me, god damn it I let it Now the day goes by where I don't forget It sounds like you regret it Nah, just another life lesson Uh Random times with surprising sessions I wonder if he's gonna talk about the elections Yeah I am, shove it up your ass Okay, back to it though My three sisters, brother and wife came to my show Enrico even had little Louie with me though Anyhow, what about the rest of you? I'm just messing with you You know I tried to give a fuck about you Scary to say, but y'all asked for this anyway Y'all ditched me at boot camp I forgive you, it's okay I'm better off without you anyway Hell, I'm upset and you can tell I'm sick of the smell that carries and dwells I put it in the bucket and drop it down the well After boot camp, went to tech school, acted a fool Still graduated, a low standard for y'all I guess I'm overrated, situation negated Handled just like that, barking with no teeth I know you won't bite back, it's gonna hurt Like it sticks in your mouth and you're biting on that man This ain't no motherfucking game, you're messing with my well-being man What's hard to understand, I went to Kuwait and twice to Afghanistan Volunteer for one of them but y'all wouldn't know, cause you partied when I packed up to go Gun to chin, no bullet in the chamber, still a remainder Wasting my time with your lies, I ain't popping pills It's been about a month, more lies Come to find out, you was getting high as fuck Cause after she died, your life sucked How selfish you, you, you think she want that for you? Talking mad shit about my service to this country, dude Like, the air force is below me I did it, you didn't, so below me you convoyed the gay lord, Michigan. You as a gunner was a death wish. See, Lord, I told you these people were crazy again, and they raised me. Always at church praising, hand raising, jumping up and down. Man, it felt good, but I was young. <laughs> and the feeling was misunderstood. Stepdad was a religious fanatic. Ben Carson spawned no antics. Okay, panic. Cornmeal and powdered milk, that's what we ate I remember the date, bad grades equal less food on our plate I felt that fate, I remember that day Got an F for my immaturity Got up from the table and ran away Growing up with uptight, ignorant insecurity I'm not kidding, it was every fucking day My mind would laugh and look the other way Instead of being strong, she chose to be weak Okay, how could you? I mean, I know how you could Did you ever think I would have said you should have Before you shut off, I'm racking my gut off not looking for perfection Speed's always my protection And guess what? Uh, the Bible was your imperfection Gave you a solid base to hide the face Of a failure and disgrace I couldn't hold the pace Toe to toe, I got you in this foot race You couldn't catch me, so you tripped me I fell on my face We laughed about it after What the fuck is wrong with you? You asked her, locking me out Cause you were butt hurt You were pushing me away I told moms I was staying I left anyway 
Same for the mutt-mutt military Since I came back, I know I ain't the same You ain't gotta tell me, man, it's a part of my pain I know I deal with it every day I sleep it, I breathe it, my body don't need it Neutral parties are defeated, no one in the middle I would eat you alive, but this ain't that real This is a life that y'all still be little Don't need it in my life, your actions are hurtful And I get why, I see who your dad was or is That guy was awful at raising us kids He knows it, his silence shows it Too prideful can catch an eyeful Pushing pole works when there is a balance Insulting people cause you suck is a bad habit My mouth's been shut, now it's open and I don't give a fuck I mean, I know your names and I know your games You've capitalized on my shames Family don't do that, blind enemies do That's it for that one We'll, we'll pick up on the next part On the next week It's Nate Garrett Ooh. I'll let your boy N Garrett Music, that's N G A R E T M U Z I K at gmail.com. Gmail. Gmail. That was beautiful. That was excellent. Thank you, man. Very beautiful. Clap, clap, clap with my one hand. That was, uh, it had a very like, old school kind of feel to it. Yeah. Um, very, um, who, who would you say some of your influences are? Oh, gosh. You really want to know my, oh, man. That's, <laughs> I'm um, not less person. You know, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and a lot of your tracks, a lot of your tracks are very diverse sounding, mm-hmm. um, very like, they almost sound like different genres at some point. Mm-hmm. So like, what what are, you must have a broad range of different influences. Yeah. Um, well, within the last almost two years, I really fell in love with Motown. Like, I had no idea. I, mean, mm-hmm. I had no idea what it held. Right. Musically, right. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, build me a buttercup. And after going to the Art Institute and talking to a few people and going through a few classes, mm-hmm. I started really diving into it. Mm-hmm. Um, not too deep, but as far as like the Temptations, the Commodores, the Four mm-hmm. Tops, uh, Martha Reeves, mm-hmm. and the Mandela's, right? Beautiful. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvin Gaye, mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder, ah. Michael Jackson, even when he was ruling. Diana you know Ross. I mean? Right. Diana Ross, yeah. But I, I don't really listen to her too much. Mm-hmm. I can't lie. <laughs> no fair. Uh, Smokey no Robinson's good. Oh man, I was watching one of his uh, Def Jam poetry, the Black American. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was really good. I need to check that out. Oh, dude, it's so good. What were you gonna say? I'm sorry. Uh, your influences. Uh, Motown. That's it. No, no, no. <laughs> um, Motown. Um, Joe Budden. Love Joe Budden. He helped me a lot when I got out with his music. Mm-hmm. Uh, Moon Music Four and Four Point. Got out of the military. Yeah. PTSD. Okay. It helped. Because it was just a complete, it was just a big set, like, not a setback like that, but it was just like a put-you-in-your-ass kind of music. Mm-hmm. Like, just chill. It's called mood music. Okay. He has four and a half, I guess you could say. Or more, but it's just mood music, one through four. Mm-hmm. But they're all very heartfelt songs. So, yeah. I, thank you, Joe Budden. If you ever hear the Survivor talk to you, thank you in advance. This that, that That's something I did notice about this, that this last track. Um was that it had a lot of like really kind of intense themes, but it was still very like relaxed about it. You know, it was mm-hmm. very uh, I don't know how to put it, like uh, at 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 peace with it. Sure. Uh, <laughs> sure. Good. 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 <laughs> that's that's the vibe I got from it at least. So uh, the, I correct me if I'm wrong, but the themes of that one were a lot of like kind of putting in the pa- putting like previous perceptions of you in the past mm-hmm. yes am i am i did i read that yeah correct? this i was seeking some like divine power i i meditate mm-hmm. and i i talk to myself right it's crazy but i talk to myself yeah. um, i do the same <laughs> i love it because i already know the answer and no, i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> 
Um, so I just, you know, ask for signs to be shown or if I need healing just to really just the human body is a great thing when you really can tap into some of its natural powers, right? Mm-hmm. That's so cool, man. Um, to help, help this be a release to, cause sometimes I would write music about family, right? Mm-hmm. And it would just resonate and just stick with me. I wanted this to be more of like a purge for my wife more importantly than myself. Well, how do you mean? Uh, some recent events happened and it kind of just set my wife, left my wife with a bad taste in her mouth. Okay. So this is a, this is for both of us. Okay. Right. Just telling them how it feels. She asked me earlier, it's like, well, what if they don't hear it? It's like, doesn't matter. This mm-hmm. is for you and I. Right? Yeah. That's, that, that, that goes with a lot of things in life. Even if you, you know, it's, it. it's when you're trying to like express something and mm-hmm. get it out, it's got to be for you. Right. Writing a letter, but not sending it. Yep. Yeah. Very therapeutic. Writing a text or, you right. know, same, <laughs> the 2016 version of that. And there's a lot to talk about. So influence. Um, it's Joe Budden, of course, Eminem, Royce 5'9". Now, I listened to Royce 5'9 around the same time I started rapping in Kuwait. Started buying a lot of his CDs, Independence Day, Build and Destroy. Um, death is certain. Success is certain. Love him. Love that whole Slaughterhouse crew. Um, you, you listen to Slaughterhouse? Mm-mm. Oh, my gosh. Dude, it's Joe Budden, Crooked Eye. Joel Ortiz. <laughs> Did I name four? Or was that three? That was uh That was three. I think that was three. <laughs> <laughs> and Royce five nine, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so um so what do you what kind of messages do you typically are are you trying to send with your music um, most of the time? What kind of things are you typically trying to express or trying to just get out there? Like what? That's a deep question. Topics in the in the world, maybe you that's know. A, that's a um, that's a deep question. Do you think you could ask me one and then come back to that before the segment ends? <laughs> For sure. I'm serious. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you. But yeah, so um, what? How? When did you really start getting serious with like uh, per, like doing it regularly, like uh, creating music and rapping? Uh, well, the rapping came before producing. Right, right. I used to just hijack beats, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure everyone's done it. Nowadays, it's easier, but back then, you know, when I started, it was a little different, uh, which wasn't too long. It was 10 years ago I started mm-hmm. rapping. So, um, forgot your question. <laughs> How long, when did you, uh, um, <laughs> when did you start getting really serious about it? Because I know you said, like, oh, when you were over in the military, you were like, right that's then when you started, like, right then and there. That's when you were like, when I'm I doing this. I could find that I could put my words to music. Okay. I just went bananas dude i've written thousands of pages mm. i'm not shitting you and i even like i went on this you still have those some of them i went on this like god almighty trip for a while and threw a lot of through all of my deployment writings mm-hmm. away because i didn't need them because i was purging because i was being holier holier than thou right <laughs> well i was really being an asshole right um and tripped out threw them away and at the time i wasn't you know my wife now said you shouldn't throw those away i was like oh, i don't need them there was some dope ass. You regret that? Dope ass lines. Well, I, there was a Steno notepad that I filled up and I wrote a song to all or a majority of the words that are listed here. I would take them and just put them together and pair them. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a whole song. I don't know about all of them, but pretty close to all of them. And, and you know, it was like 16 pages. Damn, that's a lot. <laughs> but that was back in the day. But I don't mind writing. Like when this came up, I wrote. Dude, I used to write a lot. Oh, let's get back. We'll, we'll do that later. Um, it's so distracting. <laughs> so much to talk about. Okay. Um, so um, let's. Well, how about we uh, uh, hit the next song? 
Oh, hit that. Okay, so this <laughs> is a continuation of what I was reading earlier. Let me flip to the page. This what's this one called? This is the second part of the mm-hmm. same same. Oh, okay, one. it's the same song. Yes. Ooh, baby, we're getting serious. <laughs> All right. All right, so let's keep it going. Here is the rest of Imminent Danger by Nate Garrett. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to pick off where we left off at um, Family Don't Do That, Blind Enemies Do. I'll start off with that. Family don't do that, blind enemies do. I hope the best for your baby. Now I'm through, like 75 South through Detroit. The feeling of destroying the community. It's the point, no matter how well I do. Y'all shit on me like a deuce. Here I am, wiping it up, front to back, right, dark and quiet. Flip on the light. The only Garrett ever to be a dope rapper. Bet y'all would noose me up and hang me from the rafters Tell people laughter, I was a disaster Cause I'm not into your bullshit anymore My dad taught me to hate, to discriminate When something good was done, I still got hate Fighting was his escape And after I figured it out, my hero didn't have a cape Like a broken branch, I'm going out on a limb My raps are whole milk, yours are just skim Batteries die when they stay plugged in The lullaby raps are getting tucked in It doesn't take much to get sucked in To be a sheep is to be a creep Brett Favre this bitch and wrangle a butt cheek Honky's flood TV shows it's been that way for too long Shout out to my brothers and sisters They fear y'all cause y'all are too strong I can't relate fully cause I'm not black Is that wrong? Dear some of the Caucasian race How can you judge someone by the pigment of their face? Reverse roles Sampled Taste Laid you to waste Speculate with a dirty mouth No toothpaste Well maybe they should quit fucking up Says a white man from a predominantly white land A lifelong relationship instantly turns shitty I would have been lynched Living in the 50s Simpler times for the simpler minds, you know Segregate, chastise, kill, get away with it Do it again, go to court, get acquitted from an all-white jury Just to do it again in a hurry Too much flakiness like a snow flurry Every member of the Triple K needs to be on the cross burning Those actions away You love with a supreme thought that all non-pastiness should go away You're so smart yet you think that way Ah, here we go they really need a reality hugger. Hate germ bitten by a hate bug. Turn right and tighten. Lug ya. Nuts, you gotta be. Hail Trump if Nazi anything is considered a war crime. How can we succumb to the hateful acts on time? A lot of shit'll be talked after this rhyme. It's expected. We can talk rationally, nationally. In the beast of the bully. I'm puffing on the urban, it's smelly. Weed is the devil. They put it on the telly. It saved me countless times with a whole lot of healing But some it's a crutch Is it the same if you choose it when you lose touch and feeling? I meditate, medicate, and exercise Is that enough? Some things may be missing like some lost stuff This summer I'm meeting my firstborn for the first time Playing some music, maybe show him I could rhyme But I'd rather chill and listen Over a decade gone and missing Got a lot of soul searching to do. The hurt inside isn't as hurting as much, my dude. Let me take that back. The hurt inside isn't hurting as much, my dude. He likes music and math. A beautiful combo leads to an excellent aftermath. I gotta excel aftermath. It's like I love doing it and I let love ruin it. Where's the balance in this malice? Does talking about a family mean anything if I live in an empty palace? All that room and nobody in it, just me. There's always silence after, do you trust me? Interpretation, I hear you, please don't fuck me like everyone else who says trust me Or I completely understand, hoping they do later, revealing they don't 
three words and four syllables leave me alone reoccurring for years against a kid now i'm grown when the tables turn true sides will be shown i'm not playing fetch don't throw me a bone i'm shitting on this like i'm on the porcelain throne contagious like viral meningitis sorry we're not blessed like the book of titus plus to us you equal a minus i'm draining this mucus from my sinus slowly dripping the feeling that i care is slipping wow his words are gripping i'm an insured priority you can pay the shipping I heard inside just not as much Thank you for showing me this much Out of tune, out of reach and out of touch Don't be a butch, just show love and you'll get love These rhymes are tighter than OJ's glove Yeah, yeah It's Nate Garrett, I'll just do this last portion With a little freestyle Yo, yo, check it Book's closed I closed the blue Steno notepad even though I want to open it up so bad And just read the words that are written But then this wouldn't be a true freestyle to be written So don't say it If you believe in God, go ahead and pray it Whatever way you want, but don't shove it in my face Cause you might just get punched in the face I'm looking for a high purpose in life That nobody seems to understand Unless they're living with me like my wife and my two daughters, man I hope one day I can wake up and look in my bank account and see about 50 large. Yes, bitch, I'm talking 50 grand. Sitting comfortable. Be able to go do a few things with the family. We live in a country that's run by money, unfortunately. But that's the way it's got to be. Snake Garrett, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I know I did. Thank you. Oh, baby. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that I enjoyed that. That was that was Nate Garrett with the second half of Imminent Danger. Mm-hmm. That was very crispy, very. You taught you touched upon a lot of a uh, m- more uh, worldly topics. You know, the first part was very personal. Mm-hmm. Felt like, and this one still had a lot of that too. But this one, you talked a lot about you know current state of our mm-hmm. politics. How do you mm. how you how you feeling about 2016? How it's been rolling out? Um, well, this is for mainly white people who try to have any kind of say of how things should be for black people in any sort of fashion. Mm-hmm. To shut the fuck up because we don't know what it's like to be black. Mm. Straight up, Word. just shut the fuck up and listen. <laughs> understand. Try to get to know more. Do some research. That's all I can say about that. Hell yeah. Go on, go on to the next thing. <laughs> well. It looks like it's uh, it's we're about uh, forty three minutes in. We still got to get our buddy uh, G Rat in here. Okay, <laughs> so let's do it. We at, uh, we can just save that last song for another time. Well, we're gonna play the show out with that one. Okay, let's mm-hmm. do it. Let's so play that, the show out with that one. Yep. So okay. we'll be back. We, you will be back here later to play out the show. With I your will. Last I'll, song. I'll see you later, man. Thank well, you for uh, having me. Where can we uh, hear more from your hear more of your music and? Anywhere we can see you in the future. Any new music coming out? SoundCloud. Um, yeah, I'm working on one, but I'm not happy with the sound. I put it up, that Assassin track, mm-hmm. but I didn't like the production. There was a lot that I had to do. I rushed it. My ego got too big. I've been there. So sometimes I do that with tracks, too. I put too much on there, and then I think it sounds good. It really sounds like shit. <laughs> sometimes less is more. Charmin Ultra. So, uh... <laughs> All right, great. Thank you for coming. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Speaking of that, um, yeah, you can. I'm gonna. I'm dropping a mixtape here. So just a beat tape. 
Ooh, baby. Uh, be on the lookout for it. It's going to be a little bit after New Year's. Maybe on New Year's Eve. Ooh, so that's going to be in about maybe a week. Maybe. We'll see. Keep an eye out. Sometimes I just do it at random times. All right. <sighs> and as soon as it drops, we will notify you guys on the Michael the Pre-Variety Hour social media, which you can find at Facebook and Twitter and Instagram at Michael Dupree VH. <laughs> Shameless plug. And if you guys want to subscribe to us on iTunes or give us a review, that'd be great. All right. We will take a quick break. And when we come back, we will have G Rat on the show. Thank you so much for joining us, Nate Garrett. Thank you. Hope I... to have you again on in the future. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Here's a break. Welcome back, kids. You know what? I keep trying to call you kids around the holidays, and no one's answering my calls. So you know what? I'm just going to be a bad dad from now on. No more calls around the holidays for old Mikey Pops. Oh, boy. It's been a good show so far, and it's gonna about to get even better. We are going to bring on our next guest... His name is G-Rat. How's it going, G-Rat? I'm good. Good to see you, G-Rat. You're, uh, I like your uh, your whole get-up. You're wearing a lot of bright orange clothes. Thanks. I just got out. You okay? You look, you look very sad today, G-Rat. I am. I, uh, I lost my pigeon. Oh, I'm sorry. What was your pigeon's name? Fuck. Your pigeon's name was Fuck. No, I just lost my train of thought. Oh. <laughs> okay. What was your pigeon's <laughs> name? <laughs> what was your pigeon's actual name? Pigeon. Oh, okay. He didn't just keep a, it simple. He didn't have a name. Okay. He was just Pigeon. Mm-hmm. How long was he? How long did you have him for? Uh, a day. Oh. <laughs> you, you got really attached in a day then, yeah? Yeah, I just got out. Just got out of where? You don't want to know. Okay. <laughs> I guess I don't. So how how'd you lose your pigeon? Did he fly away? Yeah. Oh. I uh I tried to get him and he just flew away. Wait, so you didn't even have him. You were no. just trying to catch a pigeon? I gave him bread. Okay. I thought we were friends. Yeah. And I tried to pick him up. Mm-hmm. And he flew away. Okay. And no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, gee rat. Gee rat. What were you doing trying to catch a pigeon? Don't you know? Don't you know pigeons don't want to be domesticated? What? I said, don't you know pigeons don't want to be domesticated? Why? What's going on with your voice there, G-Rat? I had a a dust ball in there. Oh. Very interesting. Yeah. Very strange character. How are you? I'm great. I'm, uh... How are you, uh, Mikey Pops? (laughs) Mikey Pops? What'd you say? Mikey Pops? Oh, because I'm your father. Yeah. So, G-Rat, what do you do for a living? I uh I do some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I uh, eat post-its. Okay. You make you make money doing that? Yeah, my voice changed again. Sounds a lot uh, very similar to uh, this other guy that was just on the radio. Yeah, it sure does. Go figure. Um, I eat post-its, mm-hmm. and then I shit rainbows. Great. And then I sell them on eBay. That doesn't sound real. I auction them for $1.99. That doesn't sound real. <laughs> it's very real. Wow. So, um... Well, how much money do you make doing that? I haven't made a cent. <laughs> so what do you, how do you, do you just live on the streets? No. No? No. You live with your family? It doesn't or? matter where I live. Okay. Just know that I do it. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to I didn't mean to upset you. Don't apologize. Okay. I'm just not going to tell you. You You man, you're t- really taking command of this interview, G-Rat. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. It's all right. Now that dust ball that you you spit out on on my table is uh looks like it's moving like it has a mind of its own. You mind explaining that a little bit? Uh, no. You don't mind? Oh, great. Mm-mm. All right, go ahead. <laughs> what is that? Is that a living creature? No, it's uh, it's just what are those things called? Critters. Oh, <laughs> remember that? Remember that movie? Critters. I think I. No, I'm not familiar. Oh, creepy. Creepy stuff. They were like little little hairballs that had eyes and sharp teeth and ate everybody. G-Rad, I've noticed something about you. That every time that your voice changes, your eye color changes too. <laughs> How is that possible? You serious? Yeah. Shit's creepy. Yeah, you didn't know that? What's creepy is that you're staring so closely. <laughs> I... I get really up close and personal when I do interviews. It's, it's okay. I it's like the it. best way. I'm yeah. legally blind, so. I'm yeah. legally blonde. <laughs> That's interesting because you have black hair. I know. It's because of the coconut oil. Uh-huh. Oh, wait. No coconut oil. No coconut oil. No. I know someone else says that's coconut oil. You don't have to be ashamed. No shame. No shame November. Oh, wait. No, it's not November anymore. So uh, it's around Christmas time. What are mm-hmm. you doing? Right after Christmas. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's uh, right after Christmas time. What are you doing? What am I doing right now? Or what what did I do on Christmas? What did you do on Christmas? Uh, you know, I I bought uh I bought a uh, a sleigh, and I uh, got some uh, reindeer together and attached them to my sleigh, and I rode around and I handed presents to little kids and ate a bunch of cookies. What kind of cookies? Mm, Oreos, mostly, and some chips ahoy. Oreos aren't aren't cookies. Oreos aren't cookies. No, they're just cream sandwiches. That's true. I guess you're right. Man, that's a good point. It's just a chocolate cream sandwich. You should start a you should start like a movement so to get the word get cookie. Oreo, and they would just have that on on the package. Yes, exactly. Oreo cream sandwiches. Not cookies. That's very interesting. It's oh. <laughs> interesting point of view. You seem very uncomfortable, G Rat. Are you alright? Yeah. You're sitting very strangely. I know. What's going on with you? I'm studying posters. Studying posters. Uh-huh. Oh, the posters on the wall in here? A lot of energy. Yeah. Coming off of them. I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Do you want some records? Yeah. I'll I have take some it. extra records to come in here and you can hang them. Oh. I mean, like, I have hundreds of records. You make music, G-Rat? Do I make music? Mm-hmm. No. I just or you collect, just have, I okay. I collect vinyls. Your record, your vinyl collector. Okay. How's that going for you? Good. Why do you want to hand them over to me, then? Uh, Because it has more purpose here. I covered my basement in... Similar to this, similar to this other guy, I know covered his basement in records. Mm-hmm. 
and just has a bunch still and too many would like to offer them to the great college of she right wake up i'm awake you're you, you, you you drifting i know i'm not you your eyes are starting to roll behind know, your head like, and and then i'm just g-rat g-rat <sighs> cream sandwich yep see <laughs> i'm telling you it's a nightmare can't we just like keep it going with the status quo man just let people let oreos be g-rat when you asked me to be on the show you told me you had a dire message for the uh, the people of america do you yeah. mind sharing that dire message with us it did be safe <laughs> great <laughs> great that's a great message be safe and be courteous mm-hmm. that doesn't seem very dire it just seems like a like advice and just um, words of concern. Dire. Mm-hmm. You said that you messaged me, G Rad. <laughs> you forget what your dire message was. Yeah, I did. Oh, it's okay. Just show love, get love. Hmm. That's my that's my <laughs> message. G Rad, you're an interesting character. I cannot help but keep looking at all these posters. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. I want to look at you, but everything here is just so colorful. I'm colorful. <laughs> I've got colorful. i got rosy cheeks and blue eyes. Very beautiful. Green, blue eyes, oh, brown hair. Beautiful beard. No one notices how colorful I am. You're very, your beard is so beautiful. It's like blonde brown. Yeah. <sighs> Those are the days. Mm. Back, when people re- back when people noticed my vibrance. Now yeah. I'm surrounded by all these vibrant posters. All these different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I like those speakers. So which one? Oh yeah, those are nice. They're yeah. very beautiful. Very nice. G Rat, quick yeah. question. Yeah, this is yeah. What's up? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you, have you ever heard of the game Fuck Mary Kill? Uh no, but I get the gist of it. Okay. So, so we're gonna play a similar game to that. It's not quite at Raunchy. We play a game, this game with a lot of our guests. Okay. This game is called Share a Pork Sandwich With, Ride Around Like a Cowboy On, and Kill. Alright? So you're gonna, for one, you're gonna decide if you're gonna share a pork sandwich with one person, ride around on a cowboy with the other, and decide if you wanna kill the third. Alright? I don't think I could take anyone's life. Alright, well then let's, uh... Unless I had to. What about... Maybe, like, chill with. Share a pork sandwich with, ride around in a cowboy, like a cowboy on, or... Smoke with. Mm, it's gotta be something like... Or, uh... Never talk to them again. Like, banish from my life. Yeah, banish from your life. Cut them out of your life. Okay. Forever. You do that. And they, uh, they, they stub their toe. Also. And mm. it hurts really bad, and they have to, like, get their toenail removed. Okay? Mm. All right. Share a pork sandwich with, ride around like a cowboy on, and banish from their life and they stub their toe. Axel Rose from Guns N' Roses. Ugh. Stone Cold Steve Austin. My man. And Fat Haley Joel Osment. Kid from The Shining. Uh, not The Shining. Uh, Six Sense. And now he's older and fat. So share a pork sandwich with, ride around like a cowboy on, and kill. Give me the names again. Axel Rose, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and Fat Haley Joel Osment. Uh, banished Axel Rose. Mm-hmm. Why's that? He's whatever. He's whatever. <laughs> whatever. Welcome to the jungle. Right. Knee. Uh, eat a pork sandwich with. I forgot the names. Gonna go ahead. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Haley Joel Osment. 
Can I just eat a pork sandwich with both? Mm, but then you're not going to be able to ride on anyone around like a cowboy on. Then I'm going to have to go with uh, the Osmond for the cowboy. You're going to ride around like on Fat Haley Joel Osmond for like a cowboy? Yeah, we'll put the saddle on. Yeah, <laughs> oink oink. Like genuine? Mm-hmm. Saddle up and ride that <laughs> pony. Ride the pony. And you're, so you're going to eat share a pork sandwich with Stone Cold? Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, dude. That'd be a lot of fun. Oh, I'd go for a pulled pork sandwich. Mm-hmm. Some barbecue sauce. Oh. Just <laughs> let it drip over the sides. Speaking of dripping over, this dust ball that you had in your uh, it's throat still, is... It's still here. It's, it's, it's grown legs, and it is now standing up, right? Well, I'd rather just eat it. Go for it. There we go. That's the G-Rat we all know and love. Thank you so much for being on the show, G-Rat. Oh, you're welcome. You have been an absolute pleasure. Um, Thank you. We are going to quickly welcome back Nate Garrett on the show to <laughs> – oh, G-Rat, he disappeared. <laughs> he dissipated. Yo, 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 That's not something. <laughs> what's up, Nate? Hey, man, what's up? Good. Have you ever met G-Rat? Yeah, a few times. Interesting fella. Oh, man, he is. Interesting if, guy. If, if you only knew. <laughs> well, Nate Garrett, it's been great having you on the show as well. Mm-hmm. We are going to play out the show with one of your tunes. What is the name of this one? Uh, I don't have a name. I'm just going to read some lyrics to it. Which, uh, you're just going to read some lyrics? No no yeah, backtrack? I mean, this is just, uh, yeah, just, I'll just do it. All right. Well, here is. You know what? I'll just freestyle to it. Let's do that. Ooh. <clears throat> this is the, I have a freestyle to this, so we'll do it. We'll try it. All right. So, no backtrack, no plans. Here is Spoken Word Freestyle Untitled Track. Do you want to do the track? What track? Oh, the third one. Yeah. Oh. Oh, do you want to do some spoken word? No, that's, I didn't know. I didn't know what you want to do. We can do it. We can do whatever you want. This one. Okay, baby. Here. Hold on. Hold on the phone. (laughs) Hold on the phone on. Hold up, yeah. This has been the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. This has been a very fascinating Michael Dupree Variety Hour. Here is Nate Garrett with an untitled freestyle track. Bye. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Wait for that piano to kick in. Check it, it's N A T E G A double double T on the M I C. You know it's me when I S P I T over the microphone. I am too legit. Not gonna say that shit, so quit. That shit is so lame. I'm here to change the game and rearrange everything inside of my brain. And I don't think you understand fully what the fuck's going on, man. And if you did, you would come join the kid and you would stop sitting there in your fucking shit pants talking shit. Did that make sense? Probably not, but I'm rapping on this bitch like it's my only shot, you know? Like I'm sitting here in a business meeting and rap is my only greeting and motherfuckers out here trying to defeat and I hear all this murmur rapping, all this motherfucker talking shit crapping. See, I'm fucking it up when I talk shit that I don't know. So let me get back to my flow. I've been rearranging myself and doing things that nobody knows. And I tell you, man, it's cold outside when it snows in the middle of winter. I probably never get a splinter unless I pick up and then I take a dinner to the woodsmith, the craft shop, Nathan. 
You're gonna be the laughing stock after this freestyle Cause this shit is super whack, I know But I tell you, man, I'm never ever gonna take it back Cause it's the only way to learn Is if you're gonna burn under the light And I tell you, man, I'm gonna yearn for a greater strength Every day that I wake up And you ain't gotta tell me I gotta be okay to cake up And what the fuck, I, I just saying whatever the hell I wanna That's what I get for smoking that medical marijuana <laughs> Just, just fucking around on the, on the mic Check it <clears throat> So here I am with my Slick greased hair with the coconut oil on I should go home and spike it up And be an antenna for a TV Get my aluminum foil on <laughs> Just stick my head in the plug Cause that's what I should have done Before I swept it under the rug I love you man, just give me a hug Shout out to RJ I love you man Keep at it every day <clears throat> Shout out to David Bowling he lost his grandpa, a World War II vet, so check. A lot of them are going away and we should probably show them a little bit of respect even though the World War II was a launch for the corporations, you know? It swept throughout the nation. They started building all these crazy machines, started taking our tax dollars and doing these crazy things like losing over six trillion motherfucking dollars. That could have been a lot of scholarships, but these motherfuckers chose to jump ship and do shit that they wanted to and they couldn't sink it so they had to bite their lip. Get the fuck out of here with that shit Just invest in your own people and all of this will quit Straight up I brought it back I had to do it like that Cause it's been on my shoulders It's been weighing on my back And I had to give you a little bit of, of G-Rat Just kidding, G-Rat was in the last interview If you haven't figured out by now, I'm him too <clears throat> Check it, uh so I'm sitting here with Michael Dupre. I want to say thank you for having me on your show. And I know it's soon time to go. But I thank you, man. I really appreciate it because you're the first person to take the time out of the day to interview me. And I respect that. That means more than anything to me. Other than my wife and daughters. I appreciate it. And I hope y'all did too. Shout out to you. Man, love my dude. And maybe again we can meet up, my friend, and do this again. Talk about something else and maybe rap and do it again. <clears throat> it's Nate Garrett. I'm out. The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please make sure to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to follow the show on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Michael Dupree VH. The intro song to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Somewhere in My Mind by Apache Tomcat. Thanks for listening. See you next week.